Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. Y'all, I'm so excited you get two interviews in a row this month. Now this week, I'm talking with Christy Menashe. Christy and her husband, Josh, are high school sweethearts and have been married for 24 years. They have four children, ages 20, 16, 10, and 9. Christy has homeschooled for 12 years, and prior to her having children, she was an elementary school teacher. Christy has a passion for writing, interior design, and traveling. Now, in between homeschooling her kids and hosting small women Bible studies in her home, Christy is involved in several ministries at her church, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, including Established, which is their homeschool ministry, Sister to Sister, a women's mentoring program, and the women's prayer team. Christy has also written two devotionals, one for homeschooling moms called Precious and Pleasant Riches, Encouragement for the Homeschooling Parent, and another one for the Advent season called Come and Adore. Today, Christy and I will be talking about her Advent devotional, Come and Adore, and how to use the season of Advent to keep the focus on Christ this Christmas season. So get your cup of coffee. You're going to love this conversation. Hi, Christy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you. Good. I'm so glad you could join us. Uh, for the moms out there who don't um, know you or they're not familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, and your homeschooling? Sure. Thank you. Um, my name is Christy Menashe, and I've been married for 24 years. My husband and I have four kids. Our oldest is 20. We have a 16-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 9-year-old. We have uh, three biological sons, and we adopted our youngest, our daughter, from China in 2015. And I have been homeschooling. This is year 12 for us. Um, I began homeschooling when my oldest was heading into third grade. He kind of was one of those boys that had trouble sitting still and being in a desk all day long. And his second grade year was pretty rough. And I felt called to homeschool. Um, prior to, let me back up for a second, prior to staying home with my kids, I got my degree in child and adolescent studies and was a teacher. I taught kindergarten and first grade. So I loved those younger years, you know, where you say, who wants to pick up trash and 20 hands go up, you know, and they're just so sweet and cute. And, um, but then I got the privilege and blessing of staying home, uh, when our oldest was born. And so he went to a Christian school, kindergarten through second grade. And it was that year that the Lord just kind of started, you know, leading my heart, but my husband did not share the same (laughs) um, mindset. And so I just said, can you please pray about this? I really think it would be what's best for him. And he prayed. And a few months later, I revisited the idea and he said, okay, 
And I said, okay. He said, yeah, you asked me to pray. I prayed and I feel like the Lord, you know, is telling me, okay, like it's time. So um, it was when our 16 year old was going into kindergarten. So we just had the two boys at the time and it was just a really sweet uh, first year, you know, mm-hmm. at home with them. So now fast forward, you know, <laughs> here we are still alive and <laughs> and enjoying it. So. Your story is very similar to many moms out there. Um, It's amazing, first of all, how many homeschooling moms in their former life was a teacher. Um, So, yeah, I know I teased a lot of uh, moms who were teachers. It's I think it's because we were in the classroom and we kind of saw what was going on. Yeah. And we're like, "Eh, I'm not sure we want to do that. Um, But also having the husband that wasn't quite on board. I know my husband certainly wasn't on board and had to do the whole thing. Please pray. And um, totally shocked me when he came around. So yes, your story is, is very similar and four kids. What fun that is to homeschool. Yes. Yes. It is a lot of fun. You know, it's fun. I would I would say it's almost more fun the older they get and it's nice having my two little ones. Um my 16-year-old is a junior and so he's pretty self-sufficient. Um I do read books aloud with him still on occasion. Uh but with our younger two, we get to do a lot of subjects together. So that's it's fun for me. And you know, when I was a kid, I just I didn't enjoy history and now reading it with them, it's like, you know, you get to relearn all these things or, you know, learn what really happened. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's fun to get to do it again with them. So. Again, very similar. Yeah. I hear so many moms say that I hated history. And now that I'm homeschooling, it's my favorite subject. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just curious, are your other boys as um, energetic as your first one? You know, my second one is my very quiet, um, shy. He has a very similar personality to um, me. (laughs) And uh, number three, definitely energetic (laughs) and very much like number one. (laughs) So, yes. I love your Advent devotional book, Come and Adore. I got it um, last year. And I just absolutely loved it. And now that we're in December, I wanted to talk with you about your book and about the Advent season. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, your book, Come and Adore? Yes, thank you. Um, It was the year of 2019, and I just kind of felt the Lord stirring my heart to use my social media platform to honor Him in some way or to focus, I should say. Um, during the month of December on him. And I had had many, Christmas is like my, I, it's my favorite. I love it. I always enjoyed it as a kid, but I found in more recent years that I was kind of lacking the joy of the season because I was so um, just wrapped up in the hustle and bustle and getting everything done. And, you know, when you're a mom, you, everything falls on you. And, and so it would come and go so quickly And then I would kind of have this letdown at the end of the month, like what just happened, you know, and it would feel like just a whirlwind and it would be a little bit depressing, you know, when it was over. And um, so back to 2019, it it started out with just um, my Instagram and I don't have, you know, like a ton of followers or anything like that, but I thought, you know what, I can use this little community and my little circle here to just share what the Lord puts on my heart. And um, 
it was for me, it was stepping out and stepping out in faith that the Lord would just put a word on my heart um, each morning that month. And I thought, well, and I don't like, um, I don't like to be a quitter. So I was just, you know, nervous about, oh, if I start this, then I have to do it 25 days in a row, you know, but, um, but it was just so awesome how the Lord really, truly met me. I would get up early, the house was still dark and I would make my coffee. And then it was like, he would just put a word on my heart. And so I would look up verses and I just spent time in prayer with him. And it was just a very sweet time. And so I was posting my writings and throughout the month, I just had several people say, I hope that you're going to put this into a book. And I've loved reading and I've loved writing ever since I, you know, was a little kid. And so um, the idea sounded really neat to me, but I just thought, I don't, I don't know how to do any of that. And um, my husband is a general contractor. He happened to be doing a whole uh, home remodel that following year, uh, 2020 for a family at church and the wife just so happens to be uh, in creative arts and so she designed the cover and really kind of took you know my plain words and made it into a book and um, yeah so it came to life so it was very very exciting to have that happen so um, and and through that the Lord just really used that month and then the you know, the year 2020, when the book was, you know, published and available to really draw me back to himself and to not only desire that for myself and my family, but for other people, you know, and mm -hmm. just really shifted my focus and my perspective on the season. And I found that I was enjoying it. And I had, you know, the desire to just do fun things with my kids. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm a procrastinator, but I've found that I can plan ahead when it comes to Christmas so that I'm not rushing around and, you know, focusing on those little, you know, busy things instead of what truly matters. So. Yeah. I do. I, it that you described it perfectly because when I read it, um, it was just so simple and so peaceful that it really did help me put my focus back on what we were celebrating instead of the celebration. And so um, I really, really did love it. And, and I know that you published another one, um, another devotional book, and I know it doesn't have a Christmas theme, but I also got that one and I actually uh, used it in a giveaway, but I think it would make a great Christmas present for other homeschooling moms. So can you just real briefly tell us a little bit about um, your second book? Sure. That one is called Precious and Pleasant Riches, and it's based off of Proverbs 24, verses 3 and 4. And we have a ministry at our church uh, for homeschoolers, and that's kind of the verse that we, um, it's the kind of our theme, you know, of just being established in the Lord and with the homeschool ministry at church, uh, I used to send out monthly devotions to our email um, mm -hmm. subscribers for that. And so I kind of just took some of those devotions, wrote some new ones that the Lord put on my heart to encourage the homeschooling parents, you know, to not give up when they grow weary and to stick it out. If the Lord has called you, he will be faithful to get you through, you know, and I'm sure you can attest to this as well. 
that you get to the end of the school year and some years you're thinking, how did we get here? I don't know what we finished, what we were supposed to do and they're moving on to the next grade. And so it's just awesome when you can kind of sit back and see the Lord's faithful hand, you know, we can do nothing without him and apart from him. And yet he's so good to get us through. And so, um, yeah, it's just my, my heart is to encourage other people. And so that's kind of the theme of come and adore and also, um, the homeschool devotional as well. Well, I'll make sure in the show notes that I have the links um, at the bottom. And then when I send out my email to um, my subscribers, I make sure that I'll put the link in there too, so that they can uh, go get those and take a look at them. Because I really do think uh, coming to door would be a great Christmas present to give to myself. And then the other one would be a great gift to give to a friend. So I definitely want to make sure the moms have um, access to that. So speaking of coming to door, how can the moms out there use your devotional during the month of December, you know, to help them uh, keep that hustle and bustle at bay during the season? Well, I think for me, that quiet time in the morning when I'm the only one that's awake, the house is still dark. There's something special, too, about that glow of the Christmas lights on the tree when that's kind of the only thing that's lit up. The sun is maybe not fully up yet. and. Um, that time just kind of sets the tone for our whole day, you know? And so that consistent time for me sets my tone for the whole month. And when I'm tempted to, you know, jump to the, you know, commercialism side or the, we got to do this and we have to do that. Then it's like, nope, you know, what is really important here, you know? And I just, um, I think I used to let the month pass by and like you said, be more focused on the celebration than who we are truly celebrating, you know? And so that time with Jesus, we never regret getting up early. It's hard, you know, and I'm a night owl, but, um, but once we're up and we're just soaking that time with him in, it's just, there's nothing like that. And that's where he often meets me you know, puts certain things or people on my heart to reach out to or whatever it may be. And so I just think that it's huge for us as moms and wives, you know, we kind of have the power to, (laughs) to set the tone in our homes and with our families. And so it's huge for me when I've, you know, been filled with God's word and spent that time with him. Yep. When mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Especially during December. (laughs) All right. So I know you're a homeschooling mom. So can you share with us uh, some of your favorite family Advent traditions? So like, what do you do with your children to help them stay focused on the true meaning of Christmas? We've gone through the book of Luke together where we've read a little portion each day. Um, They get little Bible reading plans from church. And so we do those each month now. Um, they each have their own copy of the book. And so especially my daughter, she loves to take notes and sit down and highlight in her Bible, like mommy, you know? Um, so they like to sometimes do it with me. So I'll, you know, I get a double dose, I guess, of, you know, uh, the word of the day and looking up the passages and stuff together. Um, a couple of years ago too, I had a dear friend tell me that she wraps up all of her children's 
Christmas books. Mm -hmm. And then each day we open one and read aloud. And my kids love being read aloud too. And it's something that I loved, you know, from my teaching days, I loved reading to my students and I still enjoy that very much with my kids. And so those are a few, you know, ways that we celebrate. And then we just have our traditions that we do. I'm big on, you know, just sticking to those traditions that we've, you know, started. And um, to me, that's just so important and something that I hope that my kids will, you know, grow up and then pass on to their children as well. So, yeah. I know one of my favorite um, traditions is going to your church for their living nativity. Yes. So much. It's so so awesome. It's it's just so well done. Um, so that that's always um a fun, a fun thing to do. Um, yeah. but I know for I grew up in our our family, we did um the advent wreath. And yes. so we would light our candles every Sunday. It was a big deal um in our house. We had to make sure that we were home every Sunday night so we could do supper together and light that candle and we would pray together. And so it was one of those things that when I became a mom, I wanted to make sure that we also did, you know, the the advent wreath because I really feel like each Sunday it really helps you focus, put the focus back on. Mm-hmm what the Advent season is all about. And I tried really hard, my husband and I, um, we try not to focus so much on uh, the Santa and the commercialism part of it. And when it was uh, each Sunday when we would light a candle, that was when I gave the kids some, it wasn't expensive, but we always did like one little simple gift on uh, that particular Sunday. And it was always something that pointed the kids back to Jesus or to God. So depending on their age, sometimes it was a new little nativity set, or it was stickers of the nativity scene that they could do, or um, uh, maybe it was a new Bible or a new devotional if they were older. And and sometimes, you know, if it was like traditions that we did, like our gingerbread house or uh, baking cookies for, for people, uh, sometimes I would give them some stuff for those supplies so that later in the week, you know, we could we could use those things, but um, we always made little nativity sets as gifts. So that was one of the things that we did every year. The the first couple of sets when the kids were younger, you cannot tell it's Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And as they got older, they became a little bit more elaborate with more painting and and stuff like that. But um, that was always fun. And when I became a mom, my mom gave me this. Um, it's called the the story. Story of Christmas Storybook. It's an advent calendar, and it's written by Carol Kroll. You read from Luke portions of it all the way through, but with this one, um, they're little little tiny books that have the story of Jesus's birth in chronological order. But they're in these little mini books with little gold hanging string on them. So every morning we would read. Uh, day one, day two, whatever, because it was an advent calendar too. And we would read that portion of scripture in the little book. And then we had like this little smaller uh, Christmas tree. Sometimes it was fake. Sometimes it was from Trader Joe's, you know, the ones that are, you know, like three feet tall. And the kids would go hang the books up on the Christmas tree. And so it was a way for them to count down to Christmas, but it, it helped us stay focused. So that's one of my favorite gifts to give new moms. So even even when uh, they're giving birth in July, (laughs) I always give them that. It's such a neat gift. And the one that I had 
you can tell the dog ate corners of it. The kids ate corners of it. I think we're missing two books. You can tell it's well-loved. Also, last week's episode, I talk about um, what I say no to. And because when we say no to something, then it opens up more space and time to say yes to something. I talked about what I personally say no to in December in order to make time for what I feel is most important during the holiday season. As a mom and as a homeschooling mom, what are some things that um, you try to say no to in December in order to say yes to some maybe more important things in the Advent season? I, I would say this might be kind of a weird answer for that, but the first thing that I say no to is sleeping in. And I, I did mention earlier that I am a night owl. And so my husband and I stay up late and <laughs> that therefore means that I don't really love getting up early in the morning, but December has become such a special month for me to get up and to make that commitment to the Lord and to myself mm-hmm. um, that I don't say, you know, I, I don't allow myself to stay in bed. So it's it's a sacrifice a little bit, you know, but it's just such a sweet time. And then I would say that I, I say no to having something every night of the week, you know, and and it's hard because we want to say yes to the party and yes to the get together and yes to the play date and all those things. But I really have come to love our family dinner time. And we're just in a unique season where we probably have four nights a week where all six of us have the chance to sit down together. And I I don't like giving that time up. And so we say no to having such a busy schedule that we wouldn't have the chance to do that. Um, and And then it makes time, you know, to say yes to those traditions that are special for us. We have a family, the wife and I grew up going to church together when we were, you know, third grade on all the way until we graduated high school. Our husbands have been friends since we were in our early twenties. So now we have 20 year olds and we've been carrying on a tradition of getting together with them. And that's just something that we make sure to say yes to every year. We plan ahead. We pick the date where all the kids, you know, can be available. And so that's just a really sweet time. We love to go look at Christmas lights in some of the popular neighborhoods in Orange County. And um, we do that with friends. And so there are just some special nights that we do plan for. And then one thing that this will be our third year doing is a night of worship. And we usually do it the week before Christmas. And my, my son is on the worship team at our church. And so it's really neat just to get together some of the kids and adults to come and just we put heaters in the driveway and it's very casual. We tell everyone bundle up and my mom usually makes baked goods and things and then we'll have coffee and popcorn machine and we just um, sit out there and and worship and sing Christmas carols and it's it's just a really sweet time. And to me, it feels so nice to be able to pause to to take a night to do that right before, you know, the holiday. So what a great spin on Christmas caroling to have a night of worship. Yes. Wow. That is fabulous. All right. So as we close out, what words of encouragement can you give some of the moms who are already feeling overwhelmed by the hustle and bustle of the holiday season? I would just say, you know 
simplify. <laughs> Our kids don't need anything. They're content with smaller things. They just want us. My kids love when I let them help me bake something. So that's something that we usually try to do. I would take pictures so that we never forget, you know, those special, you know, times with our kids and our families. And I love looking back and seeing old pictures. We were just doing that this morning. And then I would just say, and I read this in your book too, you talk about how the Lord will redeem the hours. And it's so true. So I would just encourage them to make that sacrifice, to get up, you know, if it's 30 minutes, if it's an hour, if it's 15 minutes, whatever season, I know we are, we're all in different seasons and sometimes we don't have an extra hour, but whatever time you can do to spend with the Lord first, to allow him to, you know, just fill your heart with his word and spend that time in prayer, there are so many people going through so many heavy things right now. And so there's not a lack of things to pray for. And um, I love each year I've gotten myself, um, I take out a new copy of my book so that I can just scribble in it and highlight and use it as a prayer journal. And so it's always neat for me that following year to look back and see what the Lord has done. So I'm, I'm a big encourager of journaling and just writing things down. Um, I have an excellent memory, but there are things that I, you know, swore I would never forget that I have. And then I look back and it's just so awesome to see what the Lord does in that time frame. You know, I just encourage moms to, to make that sacrifice, to have that quiet time and to grab that cup of coffee in their Bible and, and just have that sweet time with the Lord before the day gets started. And then invite your kids in if they, you know, get up and, you know, want to look what I just read. Let me share this first with you, minister to them in that way. Amen. I couldn't have said it any better. Well, thank you, Christy. You have been so encouraging to the moms. I know the moms are going to love your books. Just thank you so much. And I hope that you have a very merry, merry Christmas. Thank you for hanging out with Christy and me today and for joining me for this little coffee break and conversation. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Now, if you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify or streamline your homeschooling, this is the perfect book to read. You can find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. And don't forget to check out Christy's book, Come and Adore, an Advent devotional, and her other book, Precious and Pleasant Riches, Encouragement for the Homeschooling Parent. You can find them on Amazon. I'll also have the link in the show notes. You can also connect with Christy on Instagram. If you heard something you liked or something new, then share a podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week, or with a mom friend who wants to keep the focus on Christ this Christmas. If you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. This is the best way to help other moms find us. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, homeschooling consulting services, my podcast, and my new book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. Merry Christmas. And see you next time.